Captain America, Steve Rogers. Welcome back to the cat. Uh, no, <laughs> ah. welcome back to the Trading Places Minute. This is the show where we discuss the film Trading Places one minute at a time. I am Tom Taylor, and over here is my friend Mike DeMaria. Hello, Mike. Hello, Tom. Hello, and hello, Dan. Hello, Dan Lewis. Hello, Caddyshack. I mean, Tom. <laughs> no, I mean, Danny it? Noonan. Oh, God. Uh, we're here today to talk about minute 20 of Trading Places. Uh, this one begins with the Dukes continuing to lay out the parameters of their wager, laying out all the horrible <clears throat> things would have to happen to Lewis to make him turn to crime. And then the minute ends uh, at Lewis's place as Coleman prepares a dessert at the dinner table mm. and Penelope marvels at how brave Lewis was today. I think that dessert has Foster at the end of the name of it, right? No. It's <laughs> It's, uh, uh, I looked Lourage. it up. I looked it up. Pancakes I looked Lourage. it up. It is a, it is crepe Suzette. Ah, that's right. And in fact, I found, <laughs> I found this in the frequently annoying IMDb, uh, goofs, uh, section. Yeah. Uh, when, when Lewis and Penelope are having dinner, they have uneaten lobsters on their plates, but Coleman is table preparing crepe Suzette, a dessert to be served immediately when prepared. And also, Lewis appears to be drinking brandy, at least a glass and a brandy snifter, which is an after-dinner drink. Right. So they're doing everything wrong. They're not going to be ready for their crepes uh, when it's to done. To be fair, the lobster you could have, at this level of wealth, a couple of lobsters just for show at the table. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they're yeah. so good at eating them that the shells are just completely intact, and you can't mm-hmm. tell from this distance that they've been eaten. Mm-hmm. The, um, noticed also that the guys are uh, Randolph and Mortimer sh- should have noticed from last minute, but they, and as I'm sure everybody's noticed this, but they have the same tie, but different yes. ties. One's they, a bow tie. One's a bow and one's a, the standard necktie, but uh, they are the same design, which is interesting. They stuck with the same design, but went with different styles. They're brothers. Yeah. That's nice. And that sort of like, we, that's, uh, that like gets at their character difference there. They're not really different, but they're different. One of my few actual achievements in life oh, here we go. Uh, was learning how to tie a bow tie. No, oh, was it that Tommy? No, I could go just barely again. pull it off. We're not going to go back to this. You remember, like Tommy the wearing of a tie. That was a, regular, that, that was a regular pedestrian necktie. This is a. This is a. This is. A I had to go tie. and pretend I was wearing a tie. I, and I oh, he had to like act like he was wearing a tie. Yeah, acted I, like I was wearing. Remember that? No I, that about. drove me fucking insane. And I listened to that a couple months ago, and I was like, "Fuck him." <laughs> that's just Tom being an asshole. Like I, that's him being like a, yeah. I had to go somewhere he, and act like I was wearing a tie. Cute. He's being an asshole. It's total bullshit. <laughs> it's a total flaw it in his personality. Bullshit. It just lets me into his like his little Norman Rockwellian world. His wife's growing mm-hmm. massive cabbages outside. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's just fucking. Check out that lady's massive cabbage. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the cabbage. Yeah. It's my He's wife. You're talking about you, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, she is holding a cabbage. She's the cabbage in her hand. Slawing her own coal. I mean, she's got a lot of money in her hands. What are you talking about? She's throwing twenties around. She's got cabbage. <laughs> yeah, what? She's a making lot of cabbage. Rain. What? Now, what is he? Is he's is he's doing his little spiel right here? Is Mortimer right? Um. Yeah, Mortimer. No, is, uh, oh, what? What? Randolph is is the bow tie. Yeah, Randolph is the bow tie. What the fuck's he looking at? Who's he looking at? He's like looking <laughs> off in the like. Are they watching like them, like a slow? They're looking directly into the camera, Mike. No, they're not. No, like he's looking off in the distance, like they're watching somebody being carried away. I think they're. Or I, he's I looking assumed, at. 
they're looking at where they went to like take Billy Ray out of there. Like oh. he's just kind of like looking off in that direction generally. Like I think he's kinda... reading the cue cards. Actually, <laughs> I was wondering about that. Actually, yeah, Don it doesn't Michi. look like he is, but I but I do wonder if uh, I don't not know. Don Amici, the other spiel. guy, Ralph yeah. Bellamy. Yeah, yeah, they're looking they off to him being job. taken away, and they're kind of yeah. Well, that even already happened already... though. Yeah, but like even if he's already gone, they could be looking off in that direction as they're or they're looking about. off into the to a very white future. Yes, this is going to be so great when we yeah. Um, when I publish my paper. A couple more <laughs> yeah. observations. Please. One is uh, they mentioned that we've done it before. Yes. It's interesting. And mm-hmm. that this time it's for a good cause, meaning they've just to be assholes. <laughs> right. You done got, it before. I, I, do we just take from that that, that yes, they're, they're, they're titans of industry and they've had the occasion in the past to just get rid of people, like just ruin their lives ruin to the point where they're no longer and, an and issue? Exactly, and play around with them in a, in a Machiavellian yeah. way. And then, yeah. and then he says take they bet, will bet the usual amount, meaning obviously they've done it before. They have a bets that they do. They do yeah. little games. And There's then he says the usual amount without telling you what it is, very much mm-hmm. telegraphing the joke there. Yes. You already know what the joke's going to be. Right. No, I'm wondering if this is an opportunity for like now going back and doing a Trading Places prequel where we see the two oh, of them oh, as, the as younger one. versions of themselves right. doing the other version of this. Right, where they just take the first time. They just take oh, two yeah. black guys and ruin, <laughs> and ruin both, both of their, of their lives. lives for no reason. <laughs> yes, yeah, so then, then it just cuts to the scene of, of from Django, Django Unchained where they're watching the, exactly, the yeah. slave fight. <laughs> the slave fight in the living room. Come on down. We got ourselves a fight here. Oh, oh my God, God, dude. Yeah, That movie's, that movie's relentless. It is really it is. something. But yeah, and I guess the good cause is the, in the name of science. We're going to prove to nobody's benefit that if you um, well, as far, give people the, the right... Well, for, uh, from his perspective, yeah, but from, Don from Amici Ralph doesn't give a shit about science. It's for a good right. cause. He's like, listen, I'm going to show you that this is not really a... Yeah. That, you know. So yeah. science-based. Don Amici's just in it for the fun. That is... I mean, it, does this make any sense, like, that they're... They're in the middle of, like, a big scam to, like, corner the frozen orange juice market, and they're going to, like... Just mess with all that right now. Right now, they're going to do this experiment where they like actually re- replace the guy who's running their company with this untried person. He's running their company, but he also just runs. He also just has. He delivers checks to the bank. Basically, yeah. He sits down in his office for a few minutes, turns on the computer, says pork bellies, and then leaves. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right, exactly. And then opens <laughs> and closes his thing, his briefcase, and leaves. Yeah. Clip. Yeah. He does it well. I'm not. You know, yeah, it looks good while doing it. Him. It's a great yeah. job. Sure, he's got an office with a big, huge fireplace that's already lit. Yeah, a little tiny Doesn't computer screen, and he fire. just looks at it and says, "Pork bellies." Pork bellies. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, I don't know, but the plot. That... <laughs> Do you guys know that uh, Kids in the Hall, um, Premise <laughs> Beach, surfs up on Premise Beach, and they're just explaining how? Or no, I, I might be conflating two different things, but there's one where like Dave Foley is just uh, explaining how comedy works. And uh, imagine there was a man, you know, running for Congress, but he had a ham for a hand. You know, and they show a little clip of the guy, like, trying to shake hands with people with a ham for The premise yeah. has been established. <laughs> so I say that every time there's a scene like this, like, they shake hands. Yeah. They got this deal to ruin these two people's lives. The premise has been established. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. You should look that one up. You should. I'll post it. Like, it's, it's, it's what we do. Um, I don't know. What else you got? 
No, I mean, yeah. Nothing. We only got a hundred. We only got till what? Another year or two. Only a hundred of these to go. Yeah. This is going to go great. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's 120 minutes, right? <clears throat> we should point out that uh, as of this recording, we still have not released anything. Soon, though. Soon comes. Soon. Soon. We're getting our ducks in a row. Uh, remember that time when uh, like all the Facebook, various Facebook pages we had suddenly became one Facebook page and stuff like that, or group? Does that um, that's, a, that's about when this is happening. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. I hope it went well, because I'm not expecting it to go well, but it might. We're only about 10 minutes in, but is it too early for trivia? No, it's just... Oh, apparently not. Look at that. We'll do early trivia, but boy, you better have something in the chamber to talk about after that, Mike. <laughs> we'll see. Somebody. It's all on you guys. So what Mike movie is that Mike from? Mike can tell us Tinder stories. When, sure. <laughs> what is... What What? What movie is that from where it's, it's soon come, soon come? What the hell does that mean? It means it's a coming soon. God. What movie is that from? That's a tough I think Mike just sometimes has thoughts in his no. head and he thinks that they're from movies. It's like a form of deja vu. Where you... I used to say to, to Manny, man, our, our mutual used to be friend Manny. I used, used me, to say, man. we used to quote that all the time. Soon come, soon come. What does that mean? It means it's a coming soon. doesn't mean it's from something. You guys no, it's crazy. exactly from something. It's exactly, particularly from something. Both you guys could be dual weirdos coming up with the same thing. True, and I'll look it up. All right, we meanwhile... Did the, we did oh. lose a comic... G- Titan. Oh, we did. Oh, let's talk about Pee Wee before we do uh, oh, trading or, or trivia. No. We lost yeah. Pee Wee just a few yeah. days ago as we record this. This is all old news to all of you. Just let us grieve, will you? See, and Crazy. this is a this is a misconception that everybody's saying Pee. We lost Pee Wee, but we lost a comic Titan and Paul Rubens because he that did a true. lot of. And of course, talking. was uh, appeared in our other in our other expose uh, a, a series of podcasts in the uh, in Blues Brothers. That's right. As the waiter, down Perignon, two hundred dollars. <laughs> that's really good that'll be fine pal and he played a good uh, he had a nice role in the in a, the movie Blow oh, oh yeah I remember yeah. that happening yeah. but I never saw that yeah he played a very eccentric d- d- like middleman dealer it's an entertaining movie there's not really it doesn't really there's no point really but no, it's, it's an entertaining it's movie great, to watch yeah but Paul Rubin I saw him uh, I saw him on Broadway he did his Pee Wee's Playhouse yeah. show on Broadway in like gosh 2000. 10 or something like that and 11 really and uh yeah <laughs> fantastic and we got to we hung out afterwards you and... hung out with paul rubens no not, not no. like we hung out outside the theater and then he came mm-hmm. out and talked to everybody and stuff oh and that's cool nice and yeah it was awesome yeah john lassiter was in the audience from pixar who later Care turned less. out to be a little creepy gives a shit tommy um, tommy turned out yeah. to be creepy too still goes to camp guys uh-huh. that's right Nothing wrong with being creepy as long as you do it the right way. I do it once a once a week in the summer. You go to a lake. <laughs> you go to creepy Tommy Camp Lake. Yeah, in Michigan. So he was Contain in your uh, creepiness to one week per year. You're good. So he was in the Blues Brothers and Cheech, Cheech and Chong's next movie, both in 1980. Huh. Then if he I was watch in a Cheech and Chong movie. Would I laugh? No, I don't no. think so. I remember them no. being on constantly on cable as a kid and not getting what no. was going on no. and not knowing what the deal was. But if I watched them now, would I laugh? No. All right. Well, Maybe occasionally. Mind. Yeah. I'll give it but a But it wouldn't be like at the moment that they tried to make the big funny thing. It would be at some small moment where Cheech Marin responded to something a certain way and it would make you laugh. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. I think you're right. Go and ahead. he was in nice. He was in two. He was in two of them. He was in mm-hmm. Cheech and Chong's next movie. He plays Pee Wee Herman slash desk clerk. 
So I wonder if he plays if he did like a an early version of Pee Wee Herman in there. Reading Mr. Herman. And then he then he was in Nice <laughs> Dreams. He was Howie Hamburger dude. Mm, and then wow. he was in later on. He was in Dunstan checks in as Buck Lafarge. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And of course, he was the voice of the pilot droid in the Star Tours ride at Disney World in Disneyland. I forget what the droid's name was. I'm just really puts a damper on things, doesn't he? Exactly. Makes you want to forget. Makes you want to forget the past. Spectrum of talents. Um. Yeah. So that was sad that he died. He's 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 just like Norm. He had cancer and he was suffering with it, and he kept it very private and secret until it was too late. Son of a. Bitch. Oh yeah, he's playing. He's it's, it's it's like the same role that he plays in in big uh, big uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. He's wearing a bow tie. He's behind the counter of a. You mean Pee Wee Herman? Yeah, in Cheech and Chong. <laughs> the character of Pee Wee hey, Herman. Herman. Did you ever hey, see him on Thirty Herman. Rock? No, I don't. Yes. think I did. you've never yeah, seen. I must the clip have because I watched all of it. He was he was Prince playing this, he was playing like a, a German prince in a wheelchair with like these little <laughs> tiny legs yeah. and one little tiny hand. It's hilarious. Yeah, and he's amazing. like Oh yeah, it's pretty it's He's pretty the funny. guy Paul Rubens plays the guy that she's gonna marry, the Yeah, yeah. Oh that's oh that's so good. He's like, I'm not my party. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he's like, I don't have any joint fluid, so I can't dance, but I can watch you dance for me. That is so good. All right, um, I'm sorry. Like that's Charleston. Okay. Didn't he win like an Emmy for uh Murphy Brown or something? He was on Murphy Brown and I think he won an Emmy for I don't for know, that. Paul. You think you, uh, Paul. I don't know, Tom. You're gonna ask us that. <laughs> Tell me whatever you want. Yeah, you're going to ask Mike and me that? Or are you asking it rhetorically? What's your favorite episode of Murphy Brown? That's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> Murphy Brown. Murphy oh, terrible. Brown. Terrible. Did she get like a, an abortion or something? Or is that, I'm thinking of Maude. Um, oh, yeah, Maude got an abortion, didn't she? Mm-hmm. 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 Murphy Brown got pregnant. Yes. Yeah, she had a baby out of wedlock. That was a Dan, Dan, Dan uh, what's his, what was his? Dan Quayle didn't Listen. like it. Listen. Yeah. What? This is the real thing this time. Come on, please. There's two crazies in here tearing up the place. Excuse me, sir. That's him playing the hotel clerk. <laughs> two Mike crazies here tearing up files. the place. <laughs> Mike is playing audio. Li- that's live audio, guys. That's live uh, audio. Yeah, this is happening right now, right in your ears. Yeah. So, he, so, he, so he plays a dual role in this one. They, they, it's, There's a comedy club scene, and they introduced, and now coming to the stage, Pee Wee Herman, and he comes up on stage and is doing comedy. This is in Cheech and Chong's movie. Okay. And then he's also playing the role of the hotel clerk. Mm-hmm. There's nothing he couldn't do. Mr. Herman. Bless Buck Lafarge, though. I want to see what Mr. Buck Lafarge looks like. Go ahead. You guys continue. Lawrence Fishburne was on Pee-wee's Playhouse. Cowboy yeah, we Curtis, understand remember that. that. That was great. And uh, what's her name from Law and & Order? And Mark Mothersbaugh did the music. And the king of cartoons was, of course, as you both know, uh, Dr. Uh, Dyson. Daystrom. The episode, The Ultimate Computer of uh, the original Star Trek. I know you guys thought of that every time he was on as the king of cartoons. Okay, now should we do trivia? Let's do trivia. Sure. Do the music again. Okay. No! Uh, <laughs> what do Fievel's new friends call him when he gets to the U.S. in an American tale? Mm-hmm. Mm. I saw it. They call him asshole. Muhammad. That's, that's not what I was expecting. They call him Philly. Okay. Uh, what cartoonist was the force behind 1981's American Pop? Was that Ralph Bakshi? 
or uh, his what's joints? his name? Um, uh, what's the guy from uh, Cleveland? Oh, oh uh, Crump? Picar. Harvey Picar. Harvey Picar. I was right. It is Ralph Bakshi. Gee, what that was know? his friend. Remember his friend that was the real nerd? The Toby, guy, the yes. real nerd who went on the Howard Stern <laughs> show and tried to get the new <laughs> new whack pack member. Yeah. Yeah. Toby something. Toby, he was Harvey Picard. Toby Wong. Picard with my friend. And... Yeah. Uh, what was Whoopi? I, okay, the answer to this question has to be the most frequently referenced movie like in these cards Tom so far. Tom reads the fucking questions for I, I explain it to you. I do everything just, that Dan just loves. Just read yeah. the question. What was Whoopi Goldberg's debut movie? Color purple. No. I'm just saying, I think like every second card we've had has had at least two. Color purple. Color purple questions, and it's starting to annoy me. What was the name of the top secret Russian war plane Clint Eastwood steals in the 1982 Firefox. thriller Firefox. Firefox? That's right. What 1980s? Now that's a movie film. I went to see when I told the story, the iconic story of how I had some mag, I had a dirty magazine in my right. room. Right. Yeah. And I had buried it. I had this Detroit Lions canister, <laughs> and I had all my toys in it. And I jacked, I put this, I folded it up. You know what you did. Oh. I folded it up, this magazine, and put it inside like another magazine and stuffed a thousand car, toy cars on top of it. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those, my mom would go on these rampages of, tonight I'm going to go clean your room thoroughly today. That was was the way she would go look for things for contraband. Uh Uh-huh. And I came home and she was. by all those toys, but no. She was in the middle of it. She was in the middle of it. And I ran, I, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I remembered I have a dirty magazine in the, in the bottom of that. So I oh. ran up there and I swiped that canister and ran out of the room with it. I dumped it out and took the magazine and ran into those woods that we had in the backyard <laughs> and sent it back there. And then she goes, what, what was that all about? And I had to think of something fast. And I said, well, it's, you know, it's, I, I, that's where I write things down. I have a book in there that I write things down, my thoughts. <laughs> And I just want to be left alone. Just I don't want anything. Those are my, that's my private thoughts. My private and thoughts. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. And then I went to see Firefox after that. And I sat there watching this movie. And I said, that's how fucking close I came to getting my, my dirty <laughs> magazines found. So now do you, have you eroticized then Firefox? Is it there's is it that no. connection? No, it was a mind? lot of shame. It was more shame than anything. Okay. Well, yeah. as long as there's something. Okay. Yeah. And I said, what's the difference? We're in the, we're in the midst of the Cold War anyways. We're going to vaporized at some point. <laughs> right. Might as well enjoy myself and my shame. Uh, what 1986 film gave Captain Lou Albano the chance to do some acting outside the wrestling ring? Out of Africa. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the color purple. The um, thorn birds. <laughs> miniseries. That is so good. If Captain Lou just showed up in a color purple, thorn birds. and he's got a fucking, uh, he's <laughs> got a rubber, rubber band on his, on his well, beard. He had those rubber, he had those, he had the going, safety hey! in his cheek. <laughs> he's going, right in the middle, right in the middle of a scene where what's her name is getting abused by her dad. Yeah. He goes, hey, 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 he's come from the orchard. Where do you want these cabbages? Yeah, comes in with his friend Bobby the Brain Heenan. <laughs> <laughs> I tell it's you like something. Rowdy brother. Roddy Piper just shows up in on Golden yeah. Pond for no reason. Oh, gonna, yeah. oh that now see you know what? Okay, destroyed. I think we just found our we just found our website. Inserting inserting oh, clips of, of wrestlers <laughs> deep fakes yeah. in into into very serious 
thespian-like yeah. movies. Yeah, junkyard dog, you old poop. <laughs> no, they just we just cut Schindler's them. Schindler's List, put fucking Randy Macho Man Savage. <laughs> oh goes, yeah, cream of the crop. What the hell was going on here? <laughs> we just cut all their promos, like all their promos, and just put them in there. Yeah, <laughs> cup of coffee in the big time. <laughs> We're gonna go Ricky. suck face. Yeah. And then this is your cup of coffee in the, the big time. He walks ninety thousand people. He's like, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna bump my balls. <laughs> and he walks to the camera and he, he puts. You see him reach over with his leg, and then you just yeah. see like two out of focus hairy balls <laughs> at the top. Of the, and then you just keep playing the movie. <laughs> I'm telling you, there that's something to it. We, we we take the clips of those movies and we just cut in their promos in yeah. the background. Randy Savage and yeah. Kramer versus Cup Kramer. Of coffee in the big time. You guys have seen that before, right? Nutscapes. No. You ever seen Nutscapes? No. It's, it was it was a trend for a while. These guys got it going. They would just like go to Yosemite or one of these places. And every like, beautiful photos. And it would be like their balls. Their balls would be hanging just off the top of the like, <laughs> like out of focus, but you could tell it was like a couple of hairy balls. <laughs> just ruining the shot. It was called Nutscapes. <laughs> I'll 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 put a link. Oh my god. That's pretty awesome. It was pretty funny. Wow. <laughs> childish the type of childish but I'm shit telling that I you, love. you have old, uh, you have on golden pond and you have the iron sheet cut in there yeah yeah sicky <laughs> baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh no then you are my old poop and then out comes the sheiky sheiky yeah. yeah. put Just henry right fonda in a fucking uh the, in, in the in the camel clutch <laughs> Ninety thousand people pontiac silverdome <laughs> Oh, the answer to the Lou Albano question was Wise Guys. I would never got that one. What movie is, is that? Is that that, um... I've heard of that movie. Or is that, or is am that I the thinking one with, of like, Goodfellas? Joe Piscopo and, like... No. No, that's Wait. Johnny Dangerously. Right, that's Johnny... Okay, so what's the one with, like... I think... Didn't Brian De Palma make that or something? Wise Guys? Here we go yeah. with De Palma again. Yeah, here uh... we go. Should've been, he should have been sent out of the country <laughs> like Roman Polanski for making Carlito's Way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They should have That's sent him to Bad move, man. Bad move. He gets move. arrested if he ever tries to come through an airport here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like, but I made Carrie. Yeah. Nope. No, but can you imagine? Like, having it's because Al Pacino is is has the voiceover in that movie, Carlito's Way. He's talking. Yeah. He's narrating a little bit. Can you imagine mm-hmm. him in like the sound booth? Bad move, man. Bad move. <laughs> he's wearing. Should have just. I should have just kept staying clean. Yeah. That's how was, but that's how overacting. Like even like he was a completely overact. He was overacting more in that than he was in Scarface. Scarface is really good. I think F- that's the F- that's, F- I think that's the dividing line. Did we already discuss this? I think that's the yeah. dividing line between old and new Al Pacino. <clears throat> Anywho, okay. Remember yesterday or last week when we had uh, that Richard Pryor movie that none of us had heard of? Mm-hmm. What Richard Pryor movie was hyped with the line? Guess who's playing Doctor? It's that same movie, Critical same movie. Condition. Nobody cares. Critical Condition. Oh, yeah. Critical the toy. We should. I want to watch the toy again. See how no, like don't. politically incorrect that is. <laughs> What's your guess? <laughs> U.S. Oh my God. I bet. I bet you know nobody got called differently abled in that movie. Yeah, Jackie. Jackie Gleason. <laughs> Jackie Gleason. Um, did you want to do another card, or is that good? Masturbates. For 
Because his name, his last name was Bates. They call him Master Bates. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, do another trivia. Okay. One more card. Here we go. What? Uh, oh, which Carradine appeared in 1987's number one with a bullet? I'll say, Keith. I don't know. Well, it's either David or Keith, whichever one those two are. Well, neither. It's Sally. Robert. Robert Robert Carradine. Robert Carradine. All right. Bobby. Uh, what movie's Oscar for best costume design had Rex Reed fuming for what? Wrinkled sheets, burlap sacks, and loincloths? Oh, it's going to be uh, 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 something like the, uh, what's it, the Ben Hurt? No, uh, like the uh, Spartacus. Spartacus. No, but that's too old. Yeah, Rex Reed would be around. It's going to be 80. Like, what movie was made in the 80s? Caligula. Costume? Caligula. Boom. It is not Caligula. Uh, it was not going to be nominated for any Oscars or anything. Well, uh, it could Gandhi. Be for costume design. Oh, Gandhi. It was Gandhi. It was Psycho. No, uh, going back, going back to the Carradines. Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do we just make like Eric Roberts a Carradine? They're, they're kind of like the same, aren't they? <laughs> Eric <laughs> Roberts. He's a Carradine like. He's a Carradine yeah. in the way that, like, uh, 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 Nicolas Cage is a Coppola. You know, he's probably a Carradine. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. By, by cousinage. All right, go to uh, How many people were executed by firing squad at the end of Breaker Morant? Oh, I don't know. It's going to be one of those no trick questions. Zero. It's actually two. You think it's going to be, like, dozens, but it's two. Mm. All It'd right. be great if the card yeah. said zero, you idiot. There's no uh, scene gotcha. like that in Breaker Morant. Yeah, you're thinking of Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah. What 1984 movie cast Kathleen Turner as a fashion designer by day and a hooker by night? I can see the picture. I can see the poster. The uh, it's like Crimes of Passion or something like that. Uh, it's not Crimes of Passion. Mm. Oh, it is Crimes of Passion. Look at me. Oh, I'm good. Sounds lovely. Never saw it. But I spent a lot of time in video stores. What movie's viewers were shocked to see Christopher Reeve kiss Michael Caine. That is uh, the Death Trap, right? Death Trap. It was I Death Trap. Michael Caine. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good movie. Uh, who directed Psycho? No, who directed Psycho 3? What? Who directed Psycho 3? That's the name of them. It's who, a directed who directed Psycho, Psycho 3? 3? Irving Kirshner. <laughs> <laughs> Irving Berlin. That's an excellent guess. Uh, the answer is good old Tony Perkins. Norman Whoa, Bates himself. Directed wow. That's, see, I, I, I should have made that guess. That's a good guess to guess. Yeah. yeah. And that was trivia. Boy, that was boring. Yeah, that was yeah. really sucked Sometimes the life out of it. not that exciting. Yeah. What you got, now what? Oh, but you know what? I did actually have something I wanted to salient to this minute. I, I, I got that, you know, the, the information about the crepes from. Mm -hmm. uh, from IMDb in the goofs section, mm -hmm. um, and I, th I I I realized that there's some goofs and co continuity and things issues that have already passed in the. Oh in the my God! Of, you're uh, killing me. Let's no, go. Just get to when it. Mortimer Duke is signing the paychecks. At least one of the shots is flips ho flipped horizontally. At first, he signs with his left hand, and then his right, and then his left again. The part in his hair changes as well. So, I mean, these are things that we miss. This is off. I feel bad. As Billy Ray is walking away from the two policemen, his knees are wet. After crossing the street towards the Heritage Club, his knees are suddenly dry. Come on, people. 
when Lewis is going to work, there's no snow on the streets. Yeah, okay, I'll stop. There's continuity issues in every single I go movie. so far, exactly. And I go so far as to say if there are none, if there are zero in your movie. The perfect movie. It's prob- no, it's probably you made a bad movie. Yeah, you're trying too hard to worry about the stupid you, stuff. You didn't have flexibility and you didn't do, you no. didn't have any of the options. Sometimes you, you're editing the movie, you want different options, you want to shoot things a different way to get it done. So it's, it's going to be an yeah. inherent messiness to good movie. There has to be probably, right? Looks Unless like you're saying Hitchcock you can... probably never fucked this up, but he had it all planned out, Hitchcock. Yeah. It's the same if you listen to music recordings from like the 60s. You listen to the drum tracks, you'll hear this, you'll, you'll hear the sticks hit the side of the rims. Yeah. Like the drums. Right. And then in the 70s, there was a movement to, to be absolutely perfect yeah. in, in recording and editing. So they would, yeah, yeah. they would even with drumming, they would, they would isolate every single – there was a sound a story with Steve Smith from Journey uh-huh. that he – they would put like little pieces of cardboard over each drum so that it would, it would mute out the sound so each drum could be isolated. So he would have to go over these little, these little like barriers. Uh-huh. Like he'd move the sticks over. Because it was such like a, re- a pushback to say we want to make sure everything is perfect right, and each yeah. each piece of the drum kit is isolated so we can tick tack and patty whack our way into perfection. <laughs> right. So, but there's beauty we to all, hearing the imperfections. But we all love uh, Kubrick a lot, and wouldn't we think that he is probably one of those guys who is so locked down and so planned and so meticulous that there are no like errors in his movies? No, and, but that's and, not how he it. made the movies, though. He wanted maximum number of options he wanted to just shoot something many many different ways and figure out later what exactly he wanted and would often just cut entire chunks out of the movie do things Mm -hmm. like that so he was a little more in the kind of like be very like intense amounts of stuff as you're going he was meticulous about other costumes and things like that and period stuff Mm -hmm. and getting things exactly right in that way but as far right. as I understand, I mean, you just hear about him doing like hundreds of thousands of takes for like something very simple. So it sounds like he's, you know, yeah. he wants that one exact precise thing and nothing else. But I, but if, but, but having read the books, both the uh, Baxter biography and the other one, the uh, mm-hmm. he did that because he didn't yet know which what would come out, and he just wants oh, okay. all of them. He wants a hundred of them, and he needs to be able to like go through them. Mm-hmm. All right, that works for me. Good for him. Good for Kubrick. He's, 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 he's got a good, uh, good, got a good career tuna. going. He hasn't made a movie in a while. What's dead. his deal? Oh. Um, speaking of dead, I have a heart out, and so we should stop. Mm. We're all dead now. Okay, uh, fine. I'm going to do out. what I want to do. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. You can't argue with a heart out. That's why they oh, call it a heart out. It's time for trivia. Oh, my God. Wait, no. Dan, you're uh, oh, already oh, we already did trivia. <laughs> he has to go. His wife is making slaw. Oh, yeah, I gotta go just try that. threw a cabbage, yeah. I heard. I read it yeah, in the paper. Jody slaw. Mark Mattis. Oh, good. Um, so I'm going to go eat some slaw. Everybody go eat whatever your wife just made. And hey. come back here next week. For Mark Campbell. 21 of Trading Places here on the good old Trading Places Minute. Right. Mike's yawning. Stop just in time. It was a stone groove, my man. You are the most righteous. Yeah, right. Just get the fuck out, man. Let's go. Shit.